the pep talk. I'm Nick. I'm Benny. Hey, Benny. We are back in the studio. <laughs> yeah, studio. <laughs> yeah. Studio's moved quite a few times. Yeah, yeah it's all right. I mean, studio. St- studio's not what. It's like a, It's like a home. It's what you make of it, you know? We're currently not in the room of stuff, if that's what you want to call it. We're in a different room of stuff, mostly my bedroom stuff. <laughs> we're in Nick's bedroom, okay? We're in Nick's bedroom. That's where we're recording today. All right, so here we are, episode 59. Okay, 59. Here we go. It's a pretty good episode number, I think. I don't know. <laughs> this is a milestone episode. <laughs> I guess next week would be more of a milestone 60, but... You know, 59. 59, we'll take it. Um, yeah, so uh, what's what's been going on with you? Oh, you know, just went to Disneyland. That was a good time, you know. It was a, it was a hoot. We, uh, we were hoping to hit up a Ducks game while we were there, but everything was away, so that was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, they came home like right after you guys left for the yeah. home opener. Yeah. yeah, actually, the Sunday we left, they had their home opener, and I was really bummed out because they were wearing their, like, the, the the reverse retro the kinda, eggplant yeah yeah was, they look sick I know I was I, as we were getting on the freeway there was a big sign that was like home opener blah 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 and jerseys and I was like dang it the Ducks won that game their home opener with so they're like seven five or seven home opener wins mm. for the Ducks so that's pretty cool I have never been I don't know if I've been to a home opener for the Ducks. I have not been to home. The only home openers I've ever been to are Colorado and then Vegas's inaugural game. Yeah. I went to Colorado's home opener this year. Yeah. And um, Autumn looked back and like we used to go to the home opener and we went seven years in a row. For real. And then we took a, I don't know what it's been, like a five year break. And then we went this year. So, you know, make it eight out of the last I don't know, 13, 14 years yeah, we've been to the yeah. home opener in Colorado. Uh, well, we, we we used to go to them all the time because that's when Rachel lived out there, and we yeah. would. One of my favorite there. one of my favorite home openers we went to was right before your mission. Yeah, we drove out there, watched them play in Chicago, which I saw them play in Chicago yep. this time, and we we just like drove there, went to the game, slept, woke up, drove back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was we went. I'm pretty sure we went to Disneyland. Yeah, we went to Disneyland the week before. The week before, because it was like, oh, we got to go before I leave my mission. And then it was like, <laughs> the home opener. Yeah, we got to go to the home opener. It was so like we... the day day or two days before you left. It was like, oh, I'm pretty sure it was the weekend before. Mm. No, because that the home opener wasn't on a weekend. I think we came home on like Saturday or yeah, Sunday. And then I left on Tuesday. So did we like drive? Maybe we came back on a Friday because it, we went and like we came yeah. back and like literally like, I think you even had your your farewell and then we went to Colorado real quick. That I mean I I'm trying to think of when my farewell was. Couldn't tell you. Sorry. But. <laughs> yeah. So it was that was a blast. I mean it was fun to go to the home opener again. It was one of the funnest like abs games I've ever been to. Yeah. I don't know if like I just haven't been able to like soak in a game like that but like mm-hmm. oh it was a blast I, I feel like the last abs game i went to in the playoffs what last year yeah they won the cup but uh i feel like i was just running around that whole arena the entire game with all my kids and this time i only we only switched like spots like once because like alice was down low with mark and julie yeah yeah and kai and then we were upstairs with um me and autumn and brooks and so there was only one time where we 
we switched Alice and you know, me and Brooks went down low. So yeah. yeah. Which it's so funny because you sit up top and you're always like, Man, I love the game from up here. Like you get to see the whole like yeah. play develop, like how they flow, like and you're like, Oh man, this is this is awesome up here. Like, why don't I always sit up here? And then you sit down low and you're like Oh wow, geez, man! Why don't I ever? Why don't I always sit down low? So it's just really a different like perspective of the game, you know. It is, and I'm I'm torn on which one I like more because we went to me and Danielle went to a Ducks game and we sat row five, but it was behind the goalies net. We got like steal of a deal tickets. It was like sixty bucks, and it was like row five, and like to see everything so close is awesome. But, like, I'll tell you what, like, when stuff was happening on the other end of the ice, you couldn't see anything. Yeah? I don't know. I sat behind, I've sat behind the net a couple times, and I think I, I like, I, do I like it or not like it? I mean, I it's know. like that. It's like it's a different perspective of the game. Yeah. So, I think. Because when they score on that end of the ice, it's awesome watching, like, the puck go in the net and everything and being behind it and seeing it. Yeah. So. But, I mean, I like to sit. <coughs> my my preference is you know, at the Maverick or whatever, on the goal line so I can yeah. be the first person to see the puck go across. Yeah. That's kind of like where I, I, if I had to pick my favorite seat in the in the arena, it'd be like lower bowl, the top of the lower bowl on the goal line. Technically in the corner because then they're cheaper tickets. Well, but on yeah. the edge. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely in the corner still. <laughs> Got to get those cheaper seats. But, dude, nowadays, it's there's no cheap seats. It is what I, it is. I don't. I mean, you can look around the NHL, and there's a lot of, I mean, there's probably some teams that are a little bit cheaper, but, like, tickets are not cheap to an NHL game. Yeah. And, like, a basketball game, I feel like they're, like, a quarter of the price. Yeah. And how are these basketball players making so much more money than NHL players if, like, the tickets to the actual games are so much lower? Yeah. On average. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'll be honest. I always remember when we went to the jazz game and you're like, hey, tickets are $7 for nosebleeds. <laughs> Dude, they were two bucks one time yeah. I bought them. Maybe that's two what it bucks. was. And you bought them for like everybody and like 12 people win. Yeah. Like, and maybe they've been what, like four after like, but it was literally like four bucks. We bought 12 tickets for it. It was like 60 bucks. Yeah. And we went, we went to the game and it was a blast. Yeah. And, you know, but then you're like, oh, 50 bucks for a basketball game now. I know, and then I feel like I'm like, mm, 80 or 90 for a hockey game? Like, all right, I guess that's doable. Dude, 80 90 would be cheap these days. I mean, that's what your, your nose bleeds. Remember when we went to the Ottawa-Anaheim game that Dad was so excited that he got $16 tickets? Yeah. And he planned a whole trip to California just so we could sit <laughs> in our nosebleed Ducks tickets. I do, I do believe, I do remember that. But that was also the trip we went to Vegas. We went to the Kings. Yeah. And he got $12 tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and and we went to the Kings uh, Wild Game. Yeah. For 12 bucks and sat in the club section. Yeah. I mean, this was this was before I was married. I mean. Yeah, because this, uh, this, I don't know. It would have been, I was probably in junior high and you were probably in high school. No, because I didn't go to my first NHL game until I was out of high school. Mm. Maybe maybe I was I think I, I don't think I was married yet. I think it was right before I was married. But so oh. you were probably in high school. Yeah, and then I was probably in high school then. We went to two Ducks games and then the LA yeah. game, and and he planned a whole trip just for nosebleeds <laughs> that he that he bought for yeah uh, for a cheap deal, sixteen bucks or whatever. But that I was that was a fun trip. That was that was a good trip. I just laughed that he's willing to spend all that money to go there for nosebleeds. <laughs> 
Hey. Plan a whole trip around Nelsby. It was a good trip. But. It was a trip. It was a fun. I mean, we probably went to Disneyland too. So oh yeah, was, for sure. <laughs> it just like made the trip. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, fun fun times with dad. One of my favorite like like California vacations with my dad though is we were going to. I was going to go to culinary school, and we went to Vegas to like interview and like, and then we went to the Pasadena school to like interview and like talk to him. And Cody went with us. I know. I'm pretty sure me and Cody went and played disc golf when you went to the school. So you were you came too? I came too. That's oh. when the Rin Tin Tin in Vegas came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a different trip. No, that was the one by ourselves. That was the one me, you, and Cody went for the and school. I, I, yeah, but I I toured the schools. Oh, okay. So we went back again, mm. and like. Met with the schools again. Yeah. And we met with Vegas and then we went down to Pasadena and I was like, yeah, I really like this one, you know? So we were signing the paperwork. We paid the like registration fee. And then, you know, we were talking to them, like kind of scheduling. They're trying to look for a place to live out there in Pasadena. And <laughs> we were looked at my, my dad was like, Hey, is there a place where like you can like, help kids get jobs while they're, while they're here in school. And they're like, well, this is our, our graduate master graduate, like placement placement list. And it was like line cook, line cook, olive garden. Like it was like, there was, there was a couple like personal chefs, like in LA mm-hmm. area, but like for the most part, it was just like your standard restaurant cooking. And it, my dad's like, this is where you're placing these kids after they spend, you know, $100,000 and, you know, all this time going to school here. And like, yeah. And then we like, oh, man, <laughs> we had a real heart to heart the car right then. We're like, ah. And so I was like, it was just a realization of like, is this really what I want to do in my life? And up until this point, like, I knew I wasn't going to make the NHL. <laughs> that was gone. <laughs> and being a cook, a chef was my was my dream. And I was just like, do I want to do the nights and weekends? I called the guy in Vegas. The guy in Vegas was a little more personable, and he really wanted me to go there, but I didn't really mm-hmm. want to live in Vegas. There was no hockey there at that time. But <laughs> So um, we called him, and I was like, okay, well, where, where am I getting the benefit of this? Because I could just work at a place for two years and pretty much move myself up or whatever. Like, where's, yeah. where's yeah. the benefit? Like, well, if you're looking at you and another guy, and that's really where school does come in, is when it's the you and the other guy. And then we hung up the phone, and my dad's like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> and so the next day, we were supposed to be looking for places to live, and he's like, do you just want to go to Disneyland? <laughs> so that night, we drove straight to Anaheim, stayed at the castle place or whatever. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I know what you're talking about. We stayed about. at the castle in or whatever. Me and Cody watched, like, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, sharing an iPod and sharing headphones just laying there. <laughs> it was a fun It was a fun time. And then we, we went to Disneyland the next day, and we had to drive home after Disneyland. Like, that was the one. And oh, so, I didn't know like, that. <laughs> it was totally, like, just spur of the moment, total dad moment, you know. Mm. But that was fun. That was a blast. Um, but, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, back to <laughs> back to hockey, but um, you know what else I was thinking? So remember the last time we talked was back in Halloween time. Mm-hmm. I mean that was yesterday or two days ago. But was, yeah, but and like we started thinking about the movie thing, and I definitely came up with about thirty. I think they were not rated R. <laughs> when I started thinking about like Frank and Weenie, come on, there's lots of them. I know, I know. 
And so, but now we're into Christmas movies where it's like hard to find 30 that were like rated R. Oh. <laughs> but, and my favorite like Thanksgiving movie is one of the only rated R ones out there. And it's only because of Steve Martin and his rant of the F word. You know what? That That's true. That is one of the only Thanksgiving movies really out there. I mean, like Charlie Brown Thanksgiving or a few, but like. Uh, here I'm gonna get an argument here, but like, uh, like Thanksgiving to me feels like halftime of Christmas season. That's what it is to me. Hey, I always people get so mad because I always just say that Thanksgiving's just a speed bump on your way to Christmas. <laughs> well, no, it's like halftime. I mean, I guess so. You Come on, what, it's you the halftime show. Like it's the you know the dinner. It's it's the, the parade, the dinner, and then the football. Is that is that that's halftime? That's halftime of the Christmas. You know, season. I, I mean, I can I can get on board with that. Well, here's the thing: like people decorate for Halloween, September first. That's fine, right? Okay, I, I'll get you. people. People people decorate September first for Halloween, and I it's know. like, well, it's the next holiday, two months early. We are less than two months away from Christmas, so I know. Turn on the Christmas music. Turning on the Christmas shows. I don't care. Hey, Meezy, midnight on Halloween. Mariah Carey gets turned on every year. <laughs> I almost, I almost yesterday was like, I should watch a Christmas movie. You know, I just feel like it's, it's already in that season. Like, why not? Why not start it? I just say, we were literally watching Signs, and Z said, if it hits midnight before Signs is over, I'm turning the music on right in the middle of the movie. I don't care. You know what? I it's funny because like I was watching Ghostbusters Afterlife. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, me either. Actually. And I tried watching the night before Halloween. And we were watching it, and I was like, I'm just not really into it. I want to watch something else going to bed. So we changed the movie, whatever. And then so on Halloween Day, while I was working and stuff, I turned it on. But I didn't quite get through the movie. I had to go do some stuff. You know, I was not paying attention. So I turned it off. And and then later that, you know, like yesterday, while I was working at home, I was like, should I finish that movie? And I was like, eh, <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> I have I have started the girls Ghostbuster movie five six seven times never watched the ending. Uh, uh, you know when everyone was like making their list of thirty Halloween movies, they're always like, yeah, Ghostbusters one two, the girl one doesn't count, and then the other one. <laughs> the girl one's pretty funny. I'm just saying, a lot I'm of people just, just I, don't count it. Man. Okay, all right, well that's fine, that's fine. No, nothing against you know whatever, but a lot of people just didn't care. It was for it. it was a mulligan, you know, like eh, it didn't pan out, you know. Yeah, I don't know. So moving on, but you know, moving on, but excited for the Christmas season. I think November, December is like really when hockey, you know, really gets going. Yeah, it gets ramped up. So super excited for that. Um, youth hockey's been going these last two. Reason why we haven't done a podcast in a while is because my schedule has been crazy. We went to Denver two weeks ago. We went to Vegas last weekend. So, and like we went to we went to Denver on a Thursday, and we got back on Monday, yeah. and then we left on Thursday again. <laughs> yeah, and then didn't come back until Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah. So, a lot of time spent on the road and in uh, hotel rooms and. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, let's go over the... I mean, Denver was a lot of fun. Denver is... I think Denver's a, a fun city to go to. And I know last time you were like, you know, like your, your uh, you know, your hotel, like snack yeah. food game is on. But I was like, you know what? 
Let's try it. Let's try. Let's let's save the time at the grocery store. Let's save the stress. Let's save. I usually spend a lot of money on food. I usually bring a lot of food home. You know. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, what? we're gonna try it the other way. We're just gonna like eat fast food here and there while we're out there yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. And I think we spent three hundred dollars on food <laughs> in Denver. <laughs> way too expensive. Holy moly! And so this last weekend we went to Vegas. All groceries, all groceries, and boy, did we save so much money. <laughs> the snack drawer was on point. Oh man, it was. I mean, we did stay at the condo, so we had like a full kitchen. Yeah. So that kind of helped. But still, like sometimes when you when you have the full kitchen, like you just stock the kitchen, and yeah. then you just take it all home. Yeah. Nope, we did not. We pasta, beans, tortillas, <laughs> ramen, mac and cheese, like Kevin beans, basic. beans, potatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> Benny was telling me this this video. I've never seen it. Hey, I guarantee somebody that's listening to this, have you ever heard the lady that's like, they always bring it up around a Thanksgiving, and she's always like, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. And then it's in a church, and she's just spouting it off, and it gets turned into music. I guarantee if you're on Instagram, you're going to hear it uh, from now until Thanksgiving. I just, at least when, you, when you when you when you first you said I was like I was like potatoes potatoes badges 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 <laughs> mushroom mushroom badges badges <laughs> potatoes boil them mash them stick them in a stool boil them mash them stick them in a stool that was viral back in the day that was what was that what was that website like something frog no the one that you're thinking of what was it e bombs world or something or yeah some like that and then like there was the ninja. Oh, it was, uh, uh, there's Ask a Ninja. Ask a Ninja. But then there was, uh, there was a couple of those old, like, like. Homestar Runner. Homestar Runner. That was a good one. Homestar Runner was a, was a, a spinoff of the first one. I forgot what it was, but that's the one that I first started watching when I was younger. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of funny videos on there, but, and then like, uh, funnierdie.com. Yep. Funnier Die. Yeah. And old Will Ferrell jumped on that train and made it what it is. <laughs> Before YouTube was a thing. It, it was, Funny or Die was in competition with YouTube for like uploading videos and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Funny or Die probably just now has a YouTube page. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so when we were also at Denver, we played at the, I wanted to like talk about some of the rings we played at. One, we played in Little Rock. <laughs> it was just a. Or a, a rink, you know. Um, but then we played in one where the abs practice. Oh yeah, where the where the abs practice. Like, oh my gosh, the lighting is bright. Like the glass panes are like eight feet instead of like three. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's no breaks. Like it's it just looks so nice in there. Of course, you got the abs logo in the middle of the ice. Mm-hmm. Like the like the boards have like the corner of the boards is like soft. Because it's like the NHL, so they have this soft corner, so they oh. get less injuries oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, and just everything was just, like, superb, you yeah. know? And then later that day, we played on the other side. Not the case. <laughs> those <laughs> those two rinks, although they were, like, 50 feet apart, could have been 100 miles apart. Because they were so night and day. It was, it was unreal how you went across the hall. And like everything was just like this. This is the oldest rink ever. <laughs> like, and this smells <laughs> funny. Every like the doors don't work, don't yeah. shut right. Yeah. You know, one of the, I don't know. It was funny. And then we went and played down in Centennial or Monument 
Colorado, whatever. It's a little more south mm-hmm. than Denver, where the where the Rampage play, and the bench, like, was lopsided. The floor of the bench, I will say. So like, yeah. where the where you stepped on the ice for the offense, you had to like step up, like, like I'm talking like six inches, probably yeah. to get onto the ice. Yeah, on the defensive side or the left side, sh- like straight on. <laughs> so, man, I had this one kid. The like literally the first shift he went out, he tripped over the thing because he didn't think about the six, you know, six inch step up and yeah. fell on his face on the ice, got back up, and then he comes off for a change and totally just like eats it and just face first into the bench, which is not like a regular bench, it's like part of the structure of the building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, geez, man, you're gonna get hurt just coming off the bench. But then we switched sides the defense. Which the like handle for the door was like held on by like this wire. Oh, it was technically like a look at this point, it's bob wire, yeah, yeah. And one of the coaches like cut his finger on it, like ripped his like, like slashed his whole like finger open. He's like bleeding. The we're doing first aid in the middle of the game. And then when I got and then we went back to offense, I, I, I steered clear of that you know, sharp barbed wire piece, but we got back to offense. And the same kid who fell the first time totally just forgot there was a step again. <laughs> <laughs> tripped again getting on the ice but that game was one of our best games we've ever played um in in colorado we went two one and one we lost our first game but our last game we were down 2-0 mm-hmm. and didn't look like we had a chance coming back. yeah and seven minutes left i was like uh all right guys like we just need one yeah yeah and we got one Two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> and it went wow. six to two. Wow. In that game. So that was awesome to win that game. And then we went to Vegas this next weekend. And it was like we were riding the high. We were playing the best hockey. And then we played the dogs here from here in Salt Lake all the way down to Vegas to play a team that, you know, it's 45 yeah. minutes away that we've played, I think, two or three times already. Yeah. And we've beat them. Um, Every time. Mm-hmm. The first game we played him was a close one. Yeah. We came back and won at the end. But then the next two, I think we beat him like 6-1, 8-2. And then we went down there and played him. And I think our kids just like looked past them. It was like, oh, easy win. We lost. We lost. And they, and they played a great game. Like they, they stuck it to us. Yeah, yeah. And we just had no chance of coming back. And then we beat the second game, which was kind of the, the lowest team. Like, everyone beat them. But then we came to our third game, and it came to a – there was a chance for a three-way tie. Yeah. Because it goes for wins, head-to-head. But if we beat Vegas, then that means that – and Vegas beat the Dogs. That means we beat Vegas. Yeah. Vegas beats yeah. the Dogs. Dogs beat us. So it's like a circle. Yeah. And then it goes to, like, wins, but we all have, would have two wins – and then we'd go to point differential. Yeah. And Vegas won their first game like 13 to 1. Oh. So they're yeah. already up on the differential at this point. And and the dogs are playing same time as us, but at a different rink. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we just, we're just like, we just have to win. Mm-hmm. Win, we're most likely we're in, yeah. you know? And we won Vegas in another comeback win. It was great. Yeah. Um, and it went like 4 to 2. But the but the real reward of this not playing championship game was not having to wake up at five a.m. the next day. Yeah, because <laughs> because yeah. the consolation game was at seven a.m. and it was like nobody wanted to wake up at that time. Yeah, 
And so it was like, that's more like what you wanted. And mm-hmm. we beat Vegas and we won the point differential by like one or two mm-hmm. because they won, but only by a couple. So we ended up playing the championship later that night at the Vegas Golden Knights practice facility, which I've never been to. I, I mean, other people probably played there lots of times, so it was cool. I've been there. That's where I watched Kai's game. Oh, yeah. Same. I like that the seats go to the top of the boards where you sit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the old Bountiful rink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But so that was the first time we'd ever played there. I mean, it's a nice area. Like, yeah. I've never seen that side of Vegas over there, and that's definitely the nice side of Vegas. Like, Henderson's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. But over on that side of Vegas, that's nice. Yeah. And the arena's nice. I mean, it's basically like the, the one that's in Henderson, but there's just more around it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a bigger building. And we played in the championship, and this time we had a lead most of the game. Yeah. And then the other team came back, tied it up, and went into a shootout. Yeah, I was going to say, quite a bit of the family watched it on TV screens. <laughs> I know. It we is. watched it at Matt's house on the on the TV screen. JJ watched it on the TV screen, and everybody else watched it on their phones. Yeah, so it was big deal. Big deal. And went to a shootout. Unfortunately, we lost in the shootout. But, I mean... And everyone is like, I wish they had new shootouts. I wish, yeah, it's like, it's okay. It's what it is. Would you rather like split first? No. Or just play and play and play? They're not going to do that because they got scheduled ice time. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they could have just gone to a shootout right after the game. Yeah. You know, and people were like, I mean, that's what the NHL does is, I mean, we just didn't go to three on three, went to four on four over time, which I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. We as, like, coaches, I think, are way too defensively minded. Mm-hmm. And, like, we would rather not lose than win. Yeah. And I had a I had a conversation with a coach the other day. And he's like, I'm not a hockey guy. And he's like, but, like, in a game like that where, we're like, we're up, we have a lead, should we go into, like, a prevent defense? Or never. Like we, never. <laughs> like, we'd get over the red line and just dump it in? And I was like, No. No, <laughs> I am. I my rule of thumb is when you when you try not to lose, you'll end up losing. Yeah, you try to win. Yeah, you need to try to win the entire game. And another, you know, and they kind of like just, the coaches kind of discussed it, and I was just like, I just he was so he kind of was thrown off that I was like, no, <laughs> no, you know, no way. I don't. Think no way ever. I mean, there's a difference of like you're stopping a team, and so you. <laughs> I just spilled my water everywhere. Mm. Well, <laughs> keep on going. But I was going to say, there's a difference between, like, you're dominating a team and so you, you take it a little bit easier. But, like, a close game, there's no way you... Go preventative? Go preventative. I don't think you go preventative in a, any game. No. I, I mean, if you're up 5-1, I don't care. You don't. Yeah, but you still play the game. It's not like, oh, well, we're just going to... And, and, like, hockey to me is, like, a game where you play the same way. Yep. All three periods. Like, I mean, you, you might need to change things up to match what the other team's doing, but yeah. you don't. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just thinking like football. I, he played football growing up. And yeah. I get the like the hold the win. Yeah. Just run the ball. Run the ball, run the clock. It's like that doesn't work in hockey because to me, like, oh, you get the puck and then you dump it at the red line. Like, wow, that took all of 20 seconds. Yeah. And then they've got it again. And then you back gave up. them possession, which, yeah. which it, when you, when you are, have the lead. Possession is the name of the game. Yeah. And if you try and pass it in your own zone, you're going to cough it up at some point and yeah. probably. <laughs> so I think 
forecheck, forecheck, pressure. Like, mm-hmm. that's how you win a game is playing hard. Keep it in the offensive zone. If you're going to pass it, keep it in the offensive zone. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just it was just a different take, and I, I, I don't know if I was a one-off, but... <laughs> So that's my thought. He also it. he also was like, so should we have a play like where we send a, a guy up to the middle and like and I was just like cherry pick? Uh, I was like, I the other Vegas did that on us mm-hmm. and it pissed me off. I'll tell you what, that is the only I watched Kai's game, watched your game, and it seems like their strategy is they know that they have the advantage if they've got a cherry picker and the breakaway. Well, and to me and like it may work at this age, but you're just making a a good high school hockey player. Yep. That is it. Yep. Someone that can play men's league later on and be the guy who just cherry picks. But the moment you hit anything above high school, they're going to look at that and go, what What are you doing? Like, <laughs> Well, we'll just play on a power play down here because your guy's just waiting up there. But we'll keep an eye on him. If you guys yeah. get you know possession, yeah. we'll just get back real quick. Yeah. But I hate the cherry picker. And they were doing it. I like yeah, it all work. He's like, you guys watch the cherry picker. Yeah, <laughs> I hate cherry pickers. Me too. I mean, I get like you, you like turn the puck over and someone like turns and goes and turns and goes and is and is not cherry picking, but like going for the rush. Yeah, but just sitting out there, you yeah. know, hanging out in the neutral zone while your team is on the defense. Yeah, terrible, terrible team play, terrible way to coach. If you're coaching that way, terrible. Shame, <laughs> Shame on you. On you. So, right. uh, I think we play them again. I mean, our next tournament's Vegas again later this month. So, mm. I think we get a chance to rematch that team. Well, that'd be a good good time. Yeah. You know? uh, I mean, high school hockey, we can move on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, well, I was going to... No, we can just move on. We'll go to high school hockey. <laughs> we, we, we've talked enough youth hockey for now. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All we're right. good. So, high school hockey, um, Murray and Copper Hills played, I think, last night. They were, like, two undefeated teams that had played when they were playing each other. Murray ended up winning. But I think that leaves three undefeated teams in high school hockey, and that's Park City, um, Murray, and Sky Canyon. So, I mean, that's pretty good teams. I mean, yeah. that's pretty good. I mean, we're we're into the season, um, and then you got like South County and Copper Hills with like one loss. So, good good teams at the top. Yeah, but I mean, I don't watch enough high school hockey games really to like know know that much. I wish I I wish I had a little. I wish wish I had an insider from like every league that kind of like kept more of a look on this. You know that I could like talk to, but. <laughs> There's just too many games, too much time. I mean, yeah, I mean, you and, just physically can't watch everything, be at everything, do everything. Yeah, and, and like, I mean, just in the state of Utah, there's a lot of hockey going on. Yeah. I mean, college hockey, um, Weber's undefeated at home. That's a good thing going. Yeah. The Aggies are on like a five game win streak. They both are at home this weekend playing Montana and Montana State. Um, and then the. Utah D1 is home next weekend versus uh, Colorado University. Don't think Coach Prime will be there, but (laughs) (laughs) I think Colorado University comes the, like, football-wise, comes soon, too. Um, I believe so. I don't know. We don't need to get too much. But maybe it's the same weekend. I don't know. Maybe. 
Um, but the Beehive Cup is coming to Utah, so that'll be like all the the Utah teams, and they invite a bunch of other teams. So that's kind of a fun little tournament they do. I think UVU still looking for their first win. Had a lot of close games though. They're getting closer, getting closer, but still looking for that first W. Starts with a W. <laughs> Starts with a W. Um, uh, jumping over juniors, Provo's home this Saturday. They've lost like I, I last time we were on this podcast, I said Provo's on top, but they have lost like their last like three or four games. Jinx them. I jinxed them. Sorry, Provo. Um, on the other side, Mustangs are super hot and won like five straight. So they're doing go, pretty good. Go Stangs. Go Stangs. Um, they are up in Idaho this weekend. Um, the Outliers are home this weekend versus Pueblo. And then, so they're home this weekend. And then Provo's home on Saturday. Um, Grizzlies won their first two games at home. Bane's rocking the Utah Grizzly shirt today for the podcast. Um, but they did lose the next two against the Steelheads. I mean, on a quick side note, just because I don't even know where we were at, but I was wearing my Violent Gentleman hat because you're wearing your Violent Gentleman shirt. <laughs> but uh, this lady's like, VG, what does that stand for? And I was like, oh, Violent Gentleman. She's like, ooh, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> like, uh, it's a hockey thing. You know, ah, I don't know. That that seems kind of violent. Like, uh, violent. I'm like, all right, whatever, lady. Like, sure, uh, okay. But continue. We we. I was wearing my. I was wearing a different sweater, the violent gentleman sweater, the other day, and and someone was joking with Autumn and said, "You're so violent, Autumn." Like like Nick's shirt, and I said, "It's kind of like a Beauty and the Beast. It's violent and the gentleman." <laughs> She's violent, I'm the gentleman. But I'm just joking. Hey, my violent gentleman Christmas one is one of my favorites. I love my sweater. I do love my like my Christmas oh yeah sweater yeah that was the one they reposted on Instagram because you got it at St Nicholas <laughs> yeah that was yeah that was a long time ago I think I've been wearing that for like four or five years now I know I know um but yeah so Utah Grizzlies are two and two um, Garrett Metcalf got the ECHL goalie of the week hey, for the first week I don't even know where I signed up but I get the ECHL update emails and I'm like hey Garrett Metcalf and I'm like I was like I need to let Nick know. And within a couple hours, the cup talk was like, player of the ECHL posted. I was like, oh, Nick, Nick either saw it, got the same email or whatever, because yeah. he's already posted about it. Yeah, yeah. So hats off to him. Um, they are home next week, I think Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, against Wichita. Hopefully you guys can make it to their games. Their schedule is a little bit weird online. It's like usually the dark colors the home. Mm-hmm. But they have like the light color be the home and the dark colors the away. It's so weird. Right. <laughs> Whatever. So if you get confused by the schedule, just look at the bottom. Make sure you're looking at the home yeah. ways. Um, and then on to the NHL. Lots to talk about here. Lots to talk about. Where do we start? Nick found me a Colorado Avalanche hat with the foot on the head. <laughs> I on, did, yeah. We taught, he, I was like, hey, look for a hat. That's usually the only thing. I mean, that's usually what I ask when Nick goes to the stadium. Like, hey, you know, look for a hat for me. And he's like. 
I was like, if you can find one with the foot on it, because I love the foot symbol, and I wish they would do a third jersey with just the foot yeah, yeah. or Sasquatch or something, you know, well, Yeti, I mean, yeah. on it. And, and we kind of talked to, like, Colorado's almost moved on from the foot. I know, but then Nick was able to find a foot hat, and I was pretty stoked. Yeah, so that was a that was a good find at the arena. What, other, what else did I find? The other good find was the deck of cards. Oh, yeah, the deck of cards. I was trying to think of, I gave you a couple of things, but the deck of cards... Which Benny collects decks of cards. and like, I do. We did this, like, we went and met Bernie, and it was by the Toyota thing, but then they had this, like, sign-up thing where, like, you get a free gift, and Brooks chose the scarf. Uh, he didn't know what it was until he, <laughs> he was pretty bummed after, but <laughs> that's what he wanted. And then, But there was this deck of cards. It was an avalanche deck of cards, and I was like, oh, Benny's got to have these. And so, like, I wheeled and dealed with the guys. Like, I'll even do another survey. I don't care. But he's like, all right, just take them. <laughs> I was going to say, I do collect decks of cards. I probably have so some... many Avalanche decks of cards already or no? Mm, maybe. I feel like I bought them one before. For maybe you. just one. So all the sports teams came out with, like, just, like, a standard deck oh. of cards for a long time. And that's probably the only deck Avalanche deck of cards I have. But, yeah, I've probably got around, like, 400 decks. four to 500 <laughs> decks. Of cards. Of cards, yeah. And so I just barely started getting cases, and I'm going to put them on the wall so I can at least show some of my decks of cards. They've sat in buckets for 20 years, almost. I bet it's been no, almost it's 20 years. 20 years, because we, I was in the fourth grade when we went to Toronto, Niagara Falls. Nick technically bought... Nick got the Nick, first Nick deck. Nick started the collection, yeah, right? Nick. You guys heard her here first. Nick started the collection. Nick did start the collection. <laughs> it was a Niagara Falls blue and white deck we bought in the hotel gift shop. Yep, yep, yep. And then, for whatever reason, we went to the CN Tower... Every and, every hotel we stayed at, we bought the cards in there. Yep. We bought them in like the CN Tower, yep. the and, Hockey Hall of Fame, yep. wherever we went. And my dad kind of gave me this like, what are you doing? Because like when we got the CN Tower, I was like... Nine decks. The tin. You remember the tin? Yeah. I, I stacked up like nine or ten decks and I was like, this is what I want. And he was just kind of giving us a look like, okay, whatever. And that's where it started. And now when people go on vacation, that's usually what I ask, you know... Typically, that's what I ask for. Not normally in the Habs game, but because they usually don't have them, and I like all that stuff. But anytime someone goes on vacation or unique deck or whatever, I, I, I like to have it. So Yeah. Speaking of decks, I think I have one. That I, 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 I gave it to you forever ago, and then like you just never took it. What? The monster one. Remember, I bought it from a street artist. Like, in oh the yeah, that's right. I, I do have remember. It. I saw the other day and I was like, oh, that's Ben's deck that I oh. gave him. And I think you sat on the counter when I gave it to you and yeah. forgot it. And it's been here for oh five years. Yeah, it's, ten the years. Art, it's the one that's the art one. Yeah, he does yeah. it all the art on it. Thinking of Halloween, you know, that's what made yeah. me think about it. But, um, but I was gonna say your other biggest collection is your comic book collection, and which Nick I Nick <laughs> technically was the one that not necessarily started it, yeah. but he took me to the comic book yeah, shop. Yeah, we started we started it together. It used to be like our comic book collection, <laughs> and at some point it had to split. Well, it was Nick. I didn't have any money. That's the truth. So Nick bought his comics, and I just liked them. Yeah, and then. Marvel Civil War. Nick bought the Nick bought a couple, and then I was like, "Oh man, I really want them." And then I mine got stolen. Remember, I got two or three of them stolen in my backpack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With my PSP. Yeah, I know you did it. 
I already know who did it, and they won't fess up to it still to this day, but screw you. But <laughs> So I had to go rebuy the Civil War comics, and they had already, like, doubled or tripled in price. Yeah. And so, like, I think Ben was like, wait, they're already, they're double or tripled? And, like, like you know, like, yeah. and they're like, all right, we'll, we'll just buy two of each one. Yeah. And then I think that's where it really started was. Yep, I, I started getting, though. I, I, at one time I had got, like, a subscription from Marvel, and, like, it came in the mail. And it yeah, was, you did the Wolverine one, and I did the Batman yeah. one at and the same then, time. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. And then I did, for whatever reason, Spider-Man and Punisher for a year. I don't, I don't yeah. know why I did that. But, and then we used to get them in the mail, and then. When I got my first eBay account, that that was the that was the turn of <laughs> everything. My my my, you know, like comic book collection has has grown, but Ben's has flourished. <laughs> I mean, if if we're being serious here, I'm I'm gonna guess somewhere around like at least three thousand comics. <laughs> I'm at like three hundred comics. Got, I might have more than three hundred. I, I have a shelf down in my basement that has short boxes, and they're. I'm actually worried I'm going to run out of space. So, yeah, I've got a lot of comics. C- cards and comics are the things I collect, but not like trading cards, decks of cards. Everyone always <laughs> Unless gets Unless they're confused. overpower. Dude, I, I'd go for some overpower cards. I'd play that again. <laughs> Dude, old Marvel and old Marvel overpower cards, they are pricey. Yeah. Um, back to hockey. Yeah. <laughs> back to hockey. So, um, way too early predictions, maybe. It looks like Boston's off for the same start they were last year. I know. Without Bergeron. And I thought they were going to kind of... I thought they were going to suck, too. I know. Here they are. Off to the same start again. I'm like, oh, not this again. I mean, I'd love to see them losing the first round again after winning the Pro's Trophy, but, you know... uh, Today, today is the first... uh, Or tonight, so by the time it's here, this this game will be over. But tonight's uh, Boston-Toronto. Boston is yet to lose in regulation. Yeah. Right. Vegas also. Vegas has one loss too, but it was in overtime also. Yeah. So hopefully the Leafs can just hand that one to them real nice, you know, gift gift wrap it. Tyra Bertuzzi's first time, you know, facing his former team that he was on for like three months. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, are we are we are are you starting somewhere in the NHL or are we just talking NHL? We're just talking NHL. I mean, we're I just mean, talking way too early predictions. I mean, I mean if we're talking way too early, Vancouver, out of nowhere. Arizona, out of nowhere. You know? Dude, I, that was, I have those two right here. Do Vancouver and Arizona make the playoffs? No. No? No. no. Neither one of them? No. I still don't think Vancouver's so. Vancouver's making it for sure. Arizona, probably fall off. No. <laughs> yes, Vancouver's making the playoffs. Quinn Hughes, the captain, Yoni, like they, they talked about him in the beginning of the season about how they're winning, and he's like, I'm so sick of watching my brothers play in the playoffs. I just want to win. So I think Quinn Hughes helps that Vancouver team get into the playoffs. I mean, that, that's probably true, but I still just don't see Ducks it. are on a tear. They're on I like know. a five-game win streak now, and three of those being in overtime. Yeah, last night. I can't believe well, I mean, whenever over the, you listen. Over the Coyotes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they beat Boston in overtime. They beat, I mean, Columbus in overtime. Uh, they beat not, Philly, but. I, I really hope that they can just keep riding this. Because I just want to. Not that I'm like, oh my gosh, the Ducks are going to win it all. But I just want to see the Ducks make the playoffs. Yeah, and I and I wish I was going to an Anaheim game this year. Because I think they are the cheapest tickets right now. I love going to see teams that suck because tickets are cheap. I don't care. I just want to go to an NHL game. You know, I'd rather go see two crappy teams. I mean, okay, a crappy team play my favorite team or something, you know. 
This is, I mean, I didn't do it last year, and I, I haven't done it this year. I almost We didn't make any bets while I was in Vegas. I know, and I, when Sunday rolled around, I'm like, shoot, I'm too late. I'm like, dang it. So, <laughs> normally I take 100 bucks and bet, bet on my teams. I'll be back down there in November, so. Uh... Yeah, but sometimes you got to get those early bets. Like, right now, I bet you the Ducks are still. <laughs> 50 to 1 or something, you know? I mean, you could just drive to Wyoming and do like DraftKings. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> tickets are so, I, I could just drive to Wendover. It's just an extra. Well, Wyoming's only an hour. Wendover's three. No, Wendover's only two hours there. No. I guarantee it. I'm going to pull it up. No, it is three hours. No, it is not. It's two. Dude, it took us forever that one night. It was, there was an inch of snow. (laughs) But that was forever. Like, that was, how long? Two hours and three minutes from here. What? That's it? To Wendover? Yeah. Oh, man. All this time I've been... (laughs) I've been living a lie. <laughs> I guess what is it? The the golden nugget? Yeah, but it's probably what is it? Two hours and ten minutes to the golden nugget. But all right, so but the sharks still without a win. How about that? You, you think they would have at least one win? <laughs> the train wreck. <laughs> they I told you they're trying to still first pick and not like do it. They're just doing it in, in broad daylight. They're just trash. I mean, you look at. The goal differential, minus 26. Like, do you think, like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that always kind of sucks, and I feel like the Ducks' last coach kind of got this. Like, do you blame the coach for losing these games? You know what? I'll... Or do you think in three years when they actually are trying to put together the, the like, team, they fire the coach? Sorry. Sorry, Dave Quinn. I know you were here for all the crappy years, but now you're gone. In my opinion, I... I don't blame the coach entirely because, truth be told, I think it's like when you know you don't have all the pieces, you know that it's like your organization's just like, well, we're in a rebuilding year. Like, we really don't care. Like, yeah. we're here to just play for fun. I think that, honestly, the team's morale is going to fill that, and they know that, and so they're just like, whatever, screw it. Like, we're in last place. Why does it matter if we win or lose anyways? So you think like, at that point it's just like change the coach, change the vibe? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, I think the Ducks did that, but their coach got thrown out of the game the other day. Oh, really? I, I like to see that from the Ducks coach. Haven't seen that since Bruce Boudreau and Patrick Wall went at it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a home opener. That was a home opener? That was a home opener. I was there. That might have been the last home opener I went to. Mm. Um, I mean, Dallas and Avs are just owning that central division. Yeah, which figured... They would do. I mean, the Jets are still in playoff contention. Though. I know they're third in the in the in the division. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but it's way too. We're way too early. I mean, come on. But Detroit, Detroit looks for real. Uh, hey, what did I say? Detroit was gonna be good. Yeah, Detroit's for real. Uh, I don't think the Rangers are as good as they look on no. paper, but. I think the Devils will end up winning that hey, division. But, but Montreal, third in the division? Yeah. Do I think that's going to hold? No, I don't. No, I don't think that either, but yeah. At least they can ride a high for a little bit. Yeah. Keep their fans happy for the start of the season. <laughs> but you never know. That's why it's, NHL is the funnest sport to watch. Like You never <clears throat> expect it, but it happens. Well, here's the part that I really love. is you. This is why I love betting on teams. I absolutely love betting on teams, and I usually pick about <laughs> 10 or 12 because hey, if you have a friend with a gambling program, call. 
is because you always bet on like, okay, these six teams, I know we're going to be good. My odds of winning are better, but my payout's crappy. But there's about four or five teams I'm going to bet on because their odds are total crap, and it's a big payout. But there's still a chance that one of those teams, for whatever reason, does amazing, makes a comeback, or makes the playoffs. And that is so exciting to see. I I wonder, you should not bet Stanley. You should do a split bet. You should do a Stanley Cup, and then you should just do a make the playoffs bet. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I know they don't pay out as much, yeah. but it'd be funner to like have more payouts. Yeah, that's true. That's I mean, true. yeah, maybe, maybe win 15 off your five or, you yeah. know, 25 off your five. But Come on, my... F- $10 almost paid me 750 for Vegas the first year. Yeah, that's crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I I mean, betting's fun on games. <laughs> There's this a reason why it's probably still illegal in Utah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think you should bet on make playoffs. Yeah. Well, I need to just get somewhere where I can make the bets. That's what I need to do. Or somebody needs to go, and I'll just give them some money. <laughs> well, I'm going back to Vegas in three weeks. Thanksgiving Day, probably driving down there. Great. Hopefully, I can. Hopefully, I don't even. Hopefully, I'll be here for the Turkey Bowl that morning. I don't know. Hopefully. Um. But yeah, I mean, the the NHL looks it looks fun right now. I mean, I think any game you watch right now is pretty fun to watch. Um, when you got like Arizona, Philly, the Ducks winning. I kind of like that there's been quite a few, like, tussles in the start of the season already, you know, like a couple yeah. fights and stuff, because I feel like a lot of times it's, like, getting in this, like, oh, well, we're not going to fight. Oh, we're You want to know what, though? ESPN has started showing the fights. I love that. Because ESPN, I think, was the ringleader on fighting needs to go away. And they wrote a lot of articles about how fighting is dead. And they wouldn't show fights like when they did highlights of the games. Mm-hmm. And now it's like a segment and something they talk about. In about like, oh, this fight, this fight. And I'm like, oh, they're catching on to what the fans want. Yeah. So fighting is not dead in the NHL. Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Um, But the the Ducks, the Kings are good. Like return, to, return of like California teams. Well, Southern California teams. Good at hockey. Good hockey in Southern yeah. California. I hope so. That's always exciting for me to watch. The Ducks, Kings kind of rivalry. And when both teams kind of suck, it's like mm, a rivalry game, whatever. But when they're both good, it's like, oh, this matters. Like this is this is important. My first game ever was a Ducks-Kings game. Ducks lost. And but they both were not good at that time, <laughs> and then after that they both got good. I mean, yeah, there was a time where like like San Jose, yeah. Anaheim, and L.A. were like the top teams in the West, or if not the NHL. Yeah, and I see that happening five years maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Right now the East is kind of beast, even though the Metro is kind of all over the place. But I mean that that Atlantic division looks pretty gnarly. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just don't know who's gonna win it. I mean, it's probably gonna be Boston again. Who the Leafs play mm. the first round? I don't know. We'll see. We'll. I see. would love if the Leafs played like Montreal or Detroit first round. Even the last time mm-hmm. they played Montreal, they, you know, lost three games straight and <laughs> game seven. But, um, I mean, we got we bring up the net guard thing, you know. No unfortunate yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, it sucks for, you know, his family and everything. 
Yeah. And but I mean, do neck guards become like a like a, a staple? Like everyone just jumps on the neck guard because this happened. I feel like this happened. What was it like three years ago with that kid? It happened to the kid, and he died. Oh, I don't remember. And like it was like there was a big rush on neck guards. And everyone well, went out and bought one, and then it kind of died down again. Well, yeah, the European now, League, they made it mandatory. Well, in this league. Yeah, in that league that he was playing in, yes. And it was like the English League. Yeah. So England. Um, but, I mean, Wayne Gretzky said that he thinks everybody should, you know, it should be grandfathered in, like, visors. Yeah, yeah. Like, start young, and then, like, not make it mandatory right now, but, yeah. like, as they work up. And, like... I don't know. I mean, Autumn's like, should we get one for Lexi? And I was like, uh, I mean, you should wear it. I actually wore one for a little bit in my youth. Yeah, you did. Someone gave me one, and I was I like, yeah. yeah, and I wore it. And like, it's not bad. It's at first you're like, what? Like, ugh, you know. But you don't even notice it, you know, five minutes into the game. Yeah, I mean, but when you see that play, whether you know, whatever, it was a fast play. Yeah. And that's what got that skate up there. When Richard Zednick got his neck cut a couple years ago in the NHL, it was because he someone got hit and yeah. went basically vertical. Yeah. I mean, not horizontal. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not something, and everyone's like, oh, that's so scary. And how many NHL games do you think were played in the last year? Oh, I know that. Zero acts. Like, we're talking a million games. <clears throat> that's like, I look at the football player that, like, died on the field. Like, okay, do you all of a sudden you can't hit hard in the football because that might happen. And it's like, well, it, all those things could happen, but like no matter what, it was a freak accident. And so yeah. freak accidents can happen in any way, shape or form. Yeah. I mean, people die in car wrecks every day and yeah. we still get in our cars yeah. and drive every day because, well, we got to get somewhere, you know? Yeah. So I think it's terrible. If I decide to put net guards in, I'm not for or against it, I guess. I think, you know, wearing the turtleneck Under Armour that's kind of the Kevlar stuff would be just... Yeah, so to me, what I see happening is all the neck guards right now are like this, like, accessory brands have it just because it's an option, but there's no real, like, time or effort put into it. And so I think you're going to see more brands come out with nicer, easier, comfier neck guards that's more of, like, a cloth material that's non-cuttable. Yeah. I mean, that's, they, they have them and like a lot of places. So like TJ Oshie has a brand, it's called War Road and they have one. Mm -hmm. And like me and like Autumn was like, well, we should just get the War Road one. Autumn was like sold out. (laughs) He like sent a, I guess TJ Oshie sent an email like, Hey, (laughs) we're sold out, but we're going to like mass produce these. So I, which I see every brand jumping on it at this unfortunate event, but jumping on it like for the better or worse, I guess. So, yeah. Which in Canada, like, when you play youth hockey, you have to wear them. Oh. So, but, I mean, Wayne Gretzky talked about it, but he kind of talked about how hitting doesn't need to be in every league, too. Because, and he brought up that you wouldn't believe how many jerseys he hands out to people that have been paralyzed from a check from behind. Yeah. Which I'm like, that doesn't get talked about near yeah. enough. Yeah. You know? About that's a dangerous play. Yeah. And, like... It is a dangerous play, and it's a dangerous play to put yourself in. I don't think that is implemented as much as it should be in yeah. youth hockey and, like, taking it serious. But keeping yourself safe is a part of the game. But, so, I don't know. I think we should, needed to bring it up, you know, talk about it. But it sucks. 
Yeah. I, I don't see, I mean, there's been twice in the NHL that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Once in the 80s, the goalie. Yep. And that, to me, is the more scary one. Yeah. Because that was a collision, and yeah. the skate caught him. Yeah. The other one was a check, and then the skate came up yeah. and caught him. Yeah. Um, both scary. All of them scary. But I don't know if it goes one way or the other way. But I honestly think if you ask me within the next 10 or 15 years, you see it mandatory. Yeah. But I'll see. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not for or against it. Whatever. Yeah. I don't mind. Or you're just going to see, you know what I could see? It being built into jerseys. Yeah, I mean, in the jersey? I think it's just the Under Armour stuff. What I'm just saying, though, is it could be sewn into the neck, and then it just comes up. So when you put on your jersey, it just goes right there Uh, automatically. Yeah, I could. I could. But, um, all right, we want to talk about the most exciting part of this podcast, I think, right now. Expansion. Let's go Salt Lake. You know, there's a lot of people who don't think it's like legit and going to happen, but it's going to happen. What was, oh, you posted about the, the, yeah. the Canadian sports announcer or whatever. Elliot Friedman is like the, the in, he knows everything before anybody else does. Like he, I mean, there's a couple other insiders, but like Elliot Friedman, if you're a, like a hockey news guy, probably the most reliable NHL news guy out there. And if he's talking about it and he's willing to bet his next six mortgage payments to it, it's going to happen. Well, he said, whether it's an expansion or a relocation, Salt Lake's getting a team. Yes. In the near future. Yeah. So I think within five years, they may not be playing hockey, but within five years, there's a team in Salt Lake. No, there's a team in Salt Lake. I mean... Like, we have the team. Oh, okay. Not like, we might get one, yeah. you know, like, in five years, there there could be NHL games here. And there could be as early as the next year for the Coyotes. I mean, yes, because isn't this the last year that the yeah the lease or whatever? So, the... I mean, I think we'll know about that, like, January-ish. Like, you can't wait till the end of the season to, like, yeah. talk about that. Like, so... But Coyotes are getting good. Maybe, maybe we want them. Maybe we don't. Maybe we want them. Mm. Seattle doesn't look so good anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seattle, Seattle looked like first season. Like, what did they do? Like Vegas put out the blueprint. Seattle just missed it. And then second year is like, oh, Seattle's got a better blueprint. Theirs is a long term. And then Vegas won the cup last year, win it, and now Seattle sucks. And you're like, all right, never mind. Vegas, Vegas had the right blueprint. <laughs> Seattle was a little flash in the pan, you know? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's still too early. Still too early. Still too early. But yes, but there will be a team in Salt Lake. Will it be at the Delta Center or will it be a well, new stadium? It'll be a new stadium. I guarantee it. And here's the big, and here's the other um, kicker in this this whole deal. I never know. I never remember the guy's name that's always like, I want all sports here. Ryan and, Smith. He's yeah. the guy. He's the one that owns Jazz. But the, the Miller family is the one that's trying to bring baseball here. Yeah. They used to own the, the Jazz. So, um, but he, I mean, he owns Real too. Yeah. Um, well, he owns Real with the owner of the New Jersey Devils, mm. is what I, I think I read that. But, and so, I mean, I think NHL will be here. I think you look at everything that's just happening. And, I mean, the way hockey's grown already, like it's only going to help things here. Um, but I think the biggest kicker in this whole deal is July is when they announce where the Olympic cities will be Oh, for the yeah. Winter Olympics, which they are looking at picking 
two cities yes. to just go back and forth. Yeah, and Park City or Salt Lake City is like uh, number high. one yeah. on the list of like five cities. I know that. So you like it's already almost a 50-50 chance because I think there's only like five cities even that are qualify. Being, you know, and Salt Lake City is like the top pick already. Well, it's so. it's the it's the top pick already because if you took all the uh, Winter Olympic contestants and took all of them that trained in Utah, Utah would have a higher medal count than the United States. <laughs> they probably have more than the rest of them, everyone together. Yeah, because Utah is one of the only places that has all Winter Olympic sports facilities up and running every single year, and that's why so many people come here and practice every winter. And you can do everyone professionally except for hockey. Yep. But guess what? Hillary Knight lives in Salt Lake. I don't even know that. Nope, didn't know that. She train. She if you if you follow her Instagram, she she skates at the at the Oval once a week. Mm. But it's because her partner's here, yeah. <laughs> and is a and is a speed skater. So yeah. So, but I'm telling you, it's coming to Utah, and it's it's exciting. I'm here for it, and so. I also would bet my mortgage that there's a team in Salt Lake. <laughs> Six mortgage payments, or what was it? Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure his house is a lot more than mine. But <laughs> his six mortgage payments is your mortgage. <laughs> his six mortgage payments would be my my house, yeah. probably. <laughs> but so, I mean, that's exciting. It's it's gonna happen. And when it, like if you follow like Canadian news and they're talking about it, that means it's happening. Yeah, yeah, like. Follow the money. Follow the people who like really know people that really care. Well, I'll tell you what. Seattle was all like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and then it was like somebody, a big name person with money, came in and said, "I'm willing to support it." And boom, within a couple years, they had a team. Jerry Buckheimer. So he's, he's like the main guy, which is the producer for like all the Pirates of the Caribbean yes. films. So he's the him and like the co-owner of Starbucks are the two guys that. Basically brought the team to Seattle. Well, there was a big debate on like we want a we want an arena before we bring a team, and they're like, well, we want a team before we bring an arena. And the compromise was was we'll take the current arena and convert it into a NHL arena. Which the story behind Key Arena, it's not Key Arena anymore. Climate Pledge Arena is what it is. Is way cool if you follow the construction of how it was well, built. They had they had to leave the roof intact. That no. was the only rule because it has such. It it's has a this, national. What do they call it? Like a monument, monument or whatever. Like it's like it's a thing that like a historical monument. Yep. And so it kind of has this like. It looks like almost like a Chinese. A house. Chinese roof. I mean, a Chinese house roof. I, I I don't mean that in any bad way to anybody, but whatever. <laughs> but that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. And it was Key Arena, and that was their the city stipulation was because the roof is what made it so iconic. They had to keep the roof, so they actually built these false pillars and they jacked the entire roof up and then literally rebuilt the entire stadium, dug it down like an extra 20 or 30 feet and then redesigned the entire interior arena just for the NHL. And then they lowered the roof back down. Like it looks cool, but like even when they like put out like the, like the, like the cartoon versions of it, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like looking at you like, that doesn't look like a new arena. That looks like, oh, a, I like that. you tried to like shove a, an older, a new arena in an old arena. I mean, Seattle has this like history of arenas because they had the Superdome and they basically demolished it before they had even paid it off. <laughs> they blew it up. No, I didn't know that, but 
But Benny went to Seattle on his mission. That's I did right. go to he, Seattle he, on my mission. He's a Seattle historian. Hey, <laughs> Seattle holds a special place in my heart, okay? <laughs> but yeah, so Utah will be the next place with a Salt Lake City. Get your season tickets. Get your season tickets right now. Because that's a driver in it. Season ticket holders is usually a big driver on if they bring a team. But go out there and support your Utah Grizzlies while they're here. It's good hockey. Yeah. And like, I, I, I bring this up over and over and over. It's the best hockey in Utah right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so, I mean, it, if you go to, like, Mustangs games, it may feel a little bit more exciting because it's a smaller, you know, building. But and I'm not saying those games aren't exciting and those guys, players aren't good, but Utah Grizzlies is the best hockey in Utah right now. So go support it. It's a blast. It's hey. fun. I can't wait to go to my first game because I was out of town for the first two home. One thing I always wanted, I always wanted to, I, I don't know why, since I was a kid, I always wanted to, to get one of the hot dogs shot out of the cannon. You know, like I don't they, think they've shot hot dogs out of the cannon in a while. I know, but as a kid, I always wanted to be like, yeah. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see if we can get a, a letter to Grisby. Dear Grisby, please bring the hot dog cannon back. I'll be sitting in section 103, Dude, they just 7. wrap <laughs> that up in tin foil, and they just... <laughs> yeah, the hot dog cannon was awesome. I, I mean, do remember the hot I, dog I, I always remember one time it, one just got like blasted all the way into the rafters, and I was just like, "That hot dog's long gone." Do I know it was the worst thing ever though? The free T-shirt toss, and you open it up, and it doesn't even say like, "Oh my gosh, it. don't even get me started." <laughs> but on a side note, we have an inaugural Vegas T-shirt we got that was tossed out that night, and I'm like, "Oh dang!" Like I look at it, and I'm like, "This is not something you can buy even because like it has like." inaugural game blah 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 on it and like blah 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 blah, blah. It's i have a, a poster from when you gave me a poster dude those posters are worth a lot like i I'm, i bet your puck's worth a lot well the puck was i mean it's probably worth i don't know probably a couple hundred bucks but the posters are worth a lot i grabbed a stack of them and then walked out i think i still have probably like seven or eight of them but that was a fun game but regardless you know Bring back the hot dog cannon, Grizzlies. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can bring it back. I'll get a word in. I, I, I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. We can maybe get the hot dog cannon back. <laughs> maybe we can even get some vegan dogs in those hot dogs. <laughs> they were probably boiled. Boiled. Guys, I don't know if you guys boil your hot dogs, but it's the way to cook them. <laughs> you boil them and then grill them. Because if you just Quick drink- grill. Quick grill. Just, just get a sear. I mean, if you're a straight grill guy, you're eating burnt hot dogs nine times out of ten. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes a good charred dog is good. It's all right. This <laughs> is the boiled hot dog guy. <laughs> oh, I love me a boiled a boiled dog. I mean, I know that ninety percent of the hot dogs you get at all sports arenas and stuff are boiled, and then they're just tossed on that roller. Yeah. Or they're just tossed on that roller, and they look really scary. <laughs> like like. 11 o'clock at a 7-Eleven. Okay, quick story, real quick, because I just remi- reminded me. <laughs> we were leaving to Disneyland, and I wanted to get packets of mayo and mustard because I wanted to make sandwiches and take them to Disneyland, but I was like, I don't want to like have a soggy sandwich. So I was like, I went with my niece. I'm like, hey, we, we let's just go to the gas station. Let's just go to Maverick, and let's just pocket a ton of mayo packets and mustard packets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smart thing. And I'm like, okay, let's just, let's just, because you can't like buy packets at the grocery store. Yeah. So... She, I was like, okay, let's just start putting in my pocket. I'm like, I don't want to look suspicious, so let's just buy a hot dog while we're at it. <laughs> so I get this hot dog and like I dish it up and like our pockets are full of mustard and mayo packets. I walk up to the front and like I set the hot dog down. And he's like, is that all you're getting? And I was like, 
uh like this dude knows this dude just watches just stuff for Bob. is this all you're getting i'm like why in the world is this guy asking me if this is all i'm getting I'm like yeah why and he's like i was just gonna write him off anyways you can just have it for free and i'm like i'll pay for it like I just i just stuffed my pockets full he's like nah you're good just take it i'm like oh man win win yeah double win benny has been waiting for a long time to get a free hot dog off the grill at any gas station Common sense and bountiful. You need a. You still have not given them. I know you're gonna throw it all away anyways, and you still wouldn't sell it to me for five dollars. Oh man! Speaking of which, luck on the cup talk team starts next, next Friday. Yeah, the the league starts this Friday, but we have a bye. We actually don't have a ten forty five game for a long time. Ooh. I actually think it's not until next year. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, we probably only have two games this whole year. Cause like it's what it's like a game, and then there's like no you know like Thanksgiving will come up. Yeah, it's the Christmas week, so yeah, we might play tops three games before yeah. the end of the year, maybe four. Yeah, it's my favorite thing about winter is like it just lasts forever. It, the season does go a long, long time, and then summer's like two months. <laughs> we yeah. gotta get ten games or yeah. thirteen games in two months, and playoffs will be twice a week. <laughs> it's like the baseball season. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, baseball season ended last night, didn't it? Yep. Rangers. They Rangers won, right? Texas. Texas, Texas won it. First World Series title they've ever won. Oh. Good fun fact. Yeah. Diamondbacks won it before, though, right? They I won know. it. I think they won it when the Ricky, Ricky Johnson, was that his name? I don't follow it enough to know that. He was like back in, he was the mustache guy. Ricky Johnson? Look it up. Ricky Johnson, Diamondbacks. Uh, and someone out there is like, probably like, he doesn't even know his real name. <laughs> Ricky Johnson. Diamondbacks. Like, come on. You, isn't that a guy? I'm pretty sure that was his name. <laughs> um, let's see. Ricky Johnson won the <laughs> World Series title for the Diamondbacks. Come on. How far off am I? I mean, I'm not... <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, we don't need to keep this podcast going for that. Um, uh, now to the next favorite part of this podcast. Batman's Locker Room. Have you watched any new movies? Dude, I I tried to watch Haunted Mansion. Didn't even get through it. Oh, I mean, I've watched Haunted Mansion. It's good stuff. I haven't. I, I got to finish it because you said there's a really funny part in there, but I haven't seen it yet. Did you get to the part where they go to the police and they do the sketch? No. That's the funny part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, then I'll then I'll keep watching. I mean, it's after Halloween, and I usually don't watch them after Halloween. Like I'm telling you, Halloween movies, Young Frankenstein. I could tell you the first. I could quote the first half hour of the movie. Second half of the movie, I wake up and I'm like, "What is this movie?" It's true. It's true. It's kind of high for when people turn on Frankenweenie. I'm like, "What is going on in this?" Frankenweenie's not bad. Frankenweenie's a good one. I'm just telling you, I've never watched the whole thing all the way through. Okay. Sounds like someone's at the door, but but uh, okay, I'll come. I'll come check it out in a sec, okay, dude. All right, but um, I don't know. There's, I I I watched Indiana Jones. I did watch it. It was good. Hey, all I gotta say, Dad was so excited. He bought the top of the staff of Raw in Disneyland. He's like, "Look what I got!" So excited. No way. He was so excited. The you know the yeah, yeah. description. He was. Did he, he was, like? Did he throw it on the on the on the on the stove for a while so he could just pick it up? Like, ah, it's 
So he was he was super excited. He was like, "Look what I got!" He was so he was stoked, and I was like, "All right, that's pretty cool." Actually, I mean, Indiana Jones hat's probably my favorite all time thing I've ever gotten from Disneyland. That and our rubber snakes that we came home with. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy Dad an Indiana Jones hat for his birthday or for Christmas. He's probably not gonna ever listen to this, so I know that I can say it on here because he's not gonna know. <laughs> don't spoil it. If you guys listen to this, don't spoil my dad's Christmas present. I'm so, in though. <laughs> he, he's gonna love it. After I saw him with the staff of Raw, man, he was all. He used to always wear that leather jacket. You remember his leather jacket he used to wear? Yep. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to find that and see if it still fits him. If not, we need to maybe invest in that. Because so. he wears like the Indiana Jones slacks every day. Oh, I know. <laughs> Brooks really wants me to come get the door. Um. Yep. So that's all I got to say on Batman's locker room. Till next time. Till next time on Cup Talk. We usually start a little bit in, so it doesn't sound like the beginning again. Here we go. Here we go. All right. See you next time. I'm the bye. Bye.